Welcome to City on the Hill Game, a tabletop RPG podcast. Okay, so you're in the big board, the sort of we hire adventurers to do things for people business that is in the town of Varen. Um, and you've you've been in here a couple of times. Uh, it's owned by Izo and Daisha, and uh, they've found you work doing different things, finding stuff for people defending stuff, you know, protecting caravans, doing, you know, general adventurery things. And there, so you're in there, and there's two other people in there with you. You have uh, Trellis and Karis, and they are actually twins. Okay. So they are, uh, they are elf twins, uh, and you have worked with them once before. Okay. And, uh, Daisha looks over the counter at you. Uh, oh, good, John, you're here. Okay, perfect. Um, we need you and the twins to go pick up something from Radden. Uh, and you know Radden is a uh, an elf magi who kind of lives a distance outside of uh, Varen. He lives in a giant tower. Okay. The Tower of Verstale. And uh, he's lived out there for decades and um people mostly leave him alone you've heard he's more or less a nice guy and you know he's kind of a tinkerer and occasionally uh daisha will send people out to pick up things from him and she kind of handles uh financial things for him mm. um so it's about a day outside of town and she's like okay so i don't know if you know where the tower is exactly uh she gives you a map and she's like oh over here you're like it's like a day Take the twins. He'll have a thing or two to send back with you. It's probably fine. There's not there's not usually a ton out there that you have to worry about, but it uh it never hurts to send a group. There have been some roving groups of orcs lately, mm. so just uh just be careful. You guys you guys okay. will be fine. You 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 know where it is. He knows to expect someone. So you're you're good. And uh, and she looks you know. She looks like this is just every other, you know, normal little task. Shouldn't be a All big right. deal. Cool. And uh, Izzo looks the same, like he's not... Yeah, no, he's fine. Okay. He's, uh... He actually almost looks like he doesn't really understand what the purpose in sending three people is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why am I paying three people when I could probably just pay one? Kind of. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, okay. And you see over in the corner, um, seeing one of the tables are the twins. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Trellis just kind of looks at you and and nods briefly. He's like, yeah. uh, is actually much friendlier. Oh, hey, okay. hey, hey, John, hey, um, we're we're ready. We're ready when you are. If you want to leave now, or we can, just whenever. You're good. Uh, no sense in wasting time. Let's head out now. Oh, okay, yeah, that that works. Tre- Trellis, come on. And he just he grumbles. He he's <laughs> he's he's frumpy. He's not he's not super mm-hmm. happy all the time. Uh, yeah. So you've you've worked with them before, and they know um, from having worked with you. There there was some combat last time you worked together. They know you're Crimsonborn. Okay. Um, and Karis is totally cool. She's completely fine. No issues. You guys get along mm-hmm. as well as you want to get along with her. Okay. She's totally down. Trellis is a little distant. Um. Mm-hmm. But you know, the one time it came to it, he actually let himself take an extra blow in a fight because it meant putting himself between you and an enemy. Okay. He may not be super, you know, 
friendly or chill with the whole Crimsonborn thing, but he will mm-hmm. protect you. Okay. He's um, he's just moody sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you guys, you have about a day's journey. Uh, make okay. me survival or or something naturey. All right. Hunt, uh, hunting through the woods, kind of directional right. thing. Cool. His, uh, history. Survival. I'll take history. Okay, so uh, history is not as good. Okay, never mind. Um, we'll, we'll go with that one. That's fine. <laughs> all right. That's all right, totally. Let's go, let's go with the eight. We'll go with um, the eight. Should Should I roll survive? Oh, uh, Karis has better survival than I or Trellis do. Should I roll go her? for it? Yes. All right. Roll her survival, and I'll actually roll his perception. One d twenty plus three. Okay. <laughs> All right. So she got an eleven. He got a twelve. You got an eight. You guys. It takes maybe an hour or two longer than it probably should. Um, okay. But you guys are headed the right direction. <laughs> um, okay. So you guys are heading out, and she's she's being very friendly. He's he takes point. He never okay. doesn't take point. Uh, okay. And she doesn't care to let him, frankly. No. Um. She's more of a hang out in the back and, and protect him kind of person. So yeah. she's, she's got her bow out and she's chatty, but she's also, you know, as much as she's talking to you and trying to talk to you, she's never not looking around. Yeah. She's never not, you know, kind of preparated. Um, so you guys are hanging out and there's sort of a path that leads in the general direction of the tower. And it's about noon, probably. All right. Uh, you guys have been traveling for a couple of hours. You've got at least a couple more hours to go. You may actually have to stay at the tower for the night, but that's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. Um, Rodden will definitely welcome you in. And she, uh, it's, it's been a while, John. How how are you doing? We we haven't worked together in a couple couple weeks, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, done a couple other smaller jobs. Um, this will be the first one that I've done with. You know, a couple other people in a, in about a week. Um, you know, just been around. How's life been for you? It's uh, it's good. We um we we get to go north, uh, back into Thassaran for a job. That was different. I haven't been up there mm. in a while. Um, mm. but you know, it's fine. I like Izo and Daisha. They they keep good work for us. Yeah. It's uh, seem legit. Yeah, they uh, they're friendly. Okay, so you guys are walking, and you get you get to an area that, with where the trees are starting to look like they're actually withering. Oh. And you're starting to see spots, um, that are sort of like, pulsing like a reddish glowy color. Oh, do I know that reddish glowy color from my own dang skin? <laughs> you might a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. So for the reference oh. of our of our listeners. Um, Ginny is playing, uh, John is a human, I believe. I think I'm, I think I'm right about that. Yeah, um, he's, he's a human being. Yes, he, he is the humans. Uh, he, he has a, he has a case of the humans. He is, um, so we, we did something a little different for this. We created a new class, sort of, for this character. Uh, and the class is called a Crimsonborn. And they are a group, um, you don't get to choose to necessarily be crimsonborn um <laughs> how did how did you describe the incident a very magical accident there there it is um so basically 
where John grew up is an area near a large desert, and in that desert lives a great dragon. And a man showed up, this was decades ago, um, to fight that dragon, and his plan, which was not a great plan, and he knows that now, um, was to open a giant portal to the Crimson Plain. And he was going to try and force the dragon through the portal and then close the portal to be rid of the dragon. What actually happened is that he opened a giant portal, uh, releasing a bunch of energy and beasts from the Crimson Plain uh, in this just giant like tear in reality, sort of. And it's called the Crimson Rift. Um, the Rift affected some things differently than others. I mean, some people, you know, people came out and they fought the beasts. And, you know, he was able to close the Rift. Um, and, but, but it kind of had an effect on some people where they kind of, sort of like the Hulk, for lack of a better way of explaining it. Um, when the Hulk was originally in Good Night, this was decades and decades ago in comics, um, was a, a, exposed to a particular type of radiation. Instead of killing him, it gave him powers. So similar thing happened with John. Uh, John, as a young child, was exposed to the energy from the rift, and it kind of gave you abilities and powers and kind of made some changes to you. So you can, you can summon yeah. energy, but you can mm -hmm. see that energy coursing through the veins in your body, and it, it kind of glows a crimson color. Yeah. I sort of picture it like, like if you ever look at an opal, there's sort of like these um, these planes in it that that are all sorts of different colors. With John, it's like that, like his skin looks like that, but red instead of all sorts of different colors, just various shades of red planes in his skin. Um, that's sort of what it looks like. And his eyes are red too. That's, right. I yeah. like that description, actually. That works quite nicely. So go go look up pictures of opals. I literally just Googled opal, and I, mm -hmm. that's a lot of cool pictures that actually fit that idea really well. Yeah. Okay, so... You're... And it also sort of works with an aspect that I assume we're going to be dealing with. I feel like we're about to combat, um, which is the um, flex mechanic, where I get to do sort of uh, things with my somewhat magic -y powers um, by spending flex, which yes. Opal has all sorts of flex in it. So that's that's sort of where, where I was going with that. Oh, actually, that works quite nicely. I hadn't even drawn... See, you're doing all the... I like this. This is good. This is very good. <laughs> all right. So you, you're definitely familiar with this kind of energy that's radiating. Mm -hmm. What you know is you've never seen it this, like, up here. Varen is yeah. very far away from where you're, you're from. This is yeah. very unusual. Mm -hmm. This kind of blight is not uncommon when you are in the same area as a beast that has, that has also been affected by the rift. It kind okay. of manifests itself differently for different people. Um, okay. So you, you're you actually not that unfamiliar with what you're saying. Okay. Karis, on the um, other hand, is very unfamiliar with this and is very confused. And okay, Trellis uh, is immediately defensive. Yeah, as I, I figured he would be. I'm going to sort of take them both on the shoulder and be like I know what this is and neither of you are going to like it very much um this this red 
energy, this red blight. Um, it, uh, it, it came out of the, the Crimson Rift. Much like your abilities. Yeah. So. At least you know what we're fighting. That's good. Uh, I know a little bit of what we're fighting. Um, and I should clarify, when I say Trellis gets defensive, I don't mean, like, verbally defensive with you. I mean, like, he takes up a defensive yeah. stance. I, I figured, like, just, like, square shoulders sort of Yeah, like, like kind both of thing. swords out, like, immediately mm -hmm. on guard. Uh, yeah. let, let's do perception checks for, for everybody. Uh, Trellis, not so much. He's kind of taken in by the glowing of one of the the trees next to him. But that tree has his undivided focus. Karis is 100% on board with you. So you guys both notice right, yeah. um, much further down sort of the trail behind one of the trees, you see a wolf. Oh. A large wolf. Like, like not oh, medium-sized oh. wolf. Uh, and okay. it... It has the same red, like, kind of flowing through its veins, but you can kind of see it in the streaks in its fur. Okay. Uh, and it kind of wanders out towards the lane, and it looks at the two of them. I'm not going to say, like, like with the intention of, okay, more things that are coming to, you know, be an issue for me. Mm -hmm. But then it looks at you, and it looks mm -hmm. confused and surprised and mm -hmm. a little, now actually a little more defensive than it did before. Like, the aggressive posture has kind of backed off and become a little more defensive. Okay. You know from your experience, um, this does not look like one of the creatures that came out of the rift. This looks like something that was affected by the rift, like you by are. By the rift. And so, you guys have some good distance between you. Okay. My animal handling is not <laughs> too great. It's not a negative. Let's, let's be happy it's not a negative. It's not a negative. Okay. That's a start. So. That's a start. So. Um, I, I'm just guessing that animal handling would be the, uh, skill for this. John is gonna sort of go up the path very slowly. Okay. And act sort of submissive. Uh, I'd also like, accept Arcana. Okay. Be um, because of what you're dealing with, I would take that as an option if you prefer. My Arcana is not better <laughs> than my animal handling. Even with the which... Crimsonborn bonus? There was a Crimsonborn bonus to my Arcana? Uh, your Arcana skill increases by one, and by one again, every other level in this class. So it should be at least one point oh. higher than whatever it is. Okay, so I just you guys, need to... You guys are level two, so it's one, not actually yeah. significantly higher. But <laughs> Roll 20 will not let me do the plus one to that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, so, um, yeah, in that case, I will roll Arcana plus one. Okay. So 20 total. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going I'm to move you down a little bit, right, like right around there. Okay. And as soon as you start trying to pass him, Trellis basically does not... He won't He won't let you get in front of him. Yeah. He doesn't look happy. He is being incredibly cautious, but he will not let you pass him. Okay. And the creature... Like, as you're kind of... You're being pretty, pretty calm about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the creature comes forward a little and still looks very confused... You think it's probably been a while, if ever, that he's seen another creature like him. Yeah. What do you, ma'am? I'm looking at spells and seeing what I can do, and it's largely stuff that's vaguely... 
aggressive. <laughs> Somewhat I, either aggressive or like I can make food taste nice. Um, <laughs> so it's not nothing. Yeah, it's not nothing. Um, John is going to take Trellis's shoulder again and say, this is, for the record, this is not the creature causing the blight um, in this area. This, this creature, it didn't come out of the rift. It's like me. Uh, the wolf is not at fault. Else. It's being affected by something else. I would recommend that we skirt around this area. I don't think it's going to follow us. I think it just wants us out of the way. But if we skirt around the area, I, I do recommend that we go, we should go around this, not through it. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't argue with you. Okay. And Karis definitely doesn't argue with you. Uh, she wants no part yeah. of this thing. Yeah. It's, it's a um, big creature. Bigger than it should mm -hmm. be. Yeah, like it is, for those listening... The path is two squares wide, and it's taking up the whole path. He's he's a he's like, a big fella. In with, it's a big boy. Yes, he is, and he's he's big boy. He's feisty and confused. Uh, so you guys kind of skirt around him. Um, mm -hmm. He doesn't move towards you. Okay. Uh, and he he watches you. He watches you very closely. Um, <laughs> As he notices you've passed him and are keep keep heading in that direction, he moves the direction you came from. Slowly. Okay. And you kind of see him fade out kind of into the distance. And he doesn't give you any issue. Okay. Okay, so you guys have kind of passed by him. You've kept moving for a while. Um, oh, lost my, there we go. He, Trellis doesn't say much. Um, mm -hmm. he's being more quiet than usual. He's being contemplative. You can tell he's being contemplative. Like he's trying to like make something make sense in his head. Mm. Hmm. Uh, Karis looks at you, you. Did it let us pass because it knows? Like it almost, you make sense. Like it senses you. Maybe. And uh, Karis just kind of looks at you. I. That was very unusual, John. I don't really know. Are there other creatures like that here around here? Well, I I think something is is making them. Because, uh, I, I mean, I don't know how much you know about the rift, but it wasn't, it didn't happen here. Far to the south, right? Yeah. In, in a desert, basically. And um, this is clearly not the desert. And um, I, I, I just, I, I don't like this. And I don't think that's the last we've seen of uh of crimson 
At least not for today. You, you Trellis kind of, he's almost like talking to himself, but definitely out loud. You hear him say, still one of Yahweh's creatures. It's not mm-hmm. their fault. But you, you don't know, you really don't even think he was talking to you and Karis, or that he's particularly mm-hmm. engaged in any way, that he's just kind of working some things out for himself. Yeah. Sort of a, a necessary reminder. Internal. Yeah. God, God internally poking him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys keep heading down the path. You you clear past, past the blighted area. Uh, and it, it's a couple more hours. It's probably three or four o'clock in the afternoon now. Mm. And you know you're actually pretty close to the tower of uh, Verstal. And okay. Um, uh, okay. so you guys are actually pretty near the tower. And you can see in the distance, uh, you actually see the tower coming up. It's It's actually, like when you say tower, it's actually not that big. Okay. It's probably only like two or three stories, uh, and it's not that big around. Like it's more than big enough for like one person to live in, mm-hmm. um, but it's actually not like any kind of substantial, gigantic man, like monolith or something, like gigantic, like ten story, seven story, like parapet with like a surrounding moat or something. But it does still really not make sense for it to be here okay yeah it's because it's there's nothing else here you're you know more than half a day from Varen. you're well more than a day or more from any other town or city the tower's just kind of here but doesn't look that much older than how long rodden's been here but you know he's here by himself yeah the whole thing is very unusual uh so mm-hmm. you guys make your way down the path and uh, you actually, he walks out the front. Oh. Hmm. Uh, one, two, three. That's what she said. Very good. Uh, <laughs> you work for Daisha, yes? Uh, yes, we do. Good, good, good. Come, 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 come. I have things for you to take. Uh, and he motions you in. And there's a table and there's tea set out and there's lunch. Eat, eat, Go. I must, I must finish things. I will be back. And he disappears. Uh, actually, he goes down. Hmm. Uh, which you, from the outside, you wouldn't necessarily realize there is something a underneath down to it. Go. But there is, there's a down to go. And he disappears down. And he's gone for maybe 10 or 15 minutes. There's more than enough food for the three of you. Um, and, and Trellis kind of is really back in the moment right now because food. Yeah. Um... Uh, I have this sort of headcanon that, like, any time John is given the opportunity to eat, he will do so. I have this sort of theory that, like, Crimsonborn energy needs more food. I'm fine Crimson with that. Crimsonborn needs food badly. <laughs> Fo- need need food now. Yeah. So, Karis is just kind of eating casually. You and Trellis are not eating casually. No. <laughs> this is almost like a competition now. <laughs> have you ever seen the nathan's like hot dog contest no what okay so this is the thing that happens every year in uh i think on in Co- on coney island uh mm-hmm. in new york they have a hot dog eating contest and it's buns and hot dogs most you can eat in a given amount of time and it's like i think the record's in the mid 60s or 70s 
and it's not a particularly long amount of time so that's what i imagine it's just the two of you just like it unintentionally becomes a a a back and forth yeah like at at one point we it's just like eye contact is made and then versus appears on the screen (laughs) yeah there's there's music for no reason Karis looks like really this is this is what we're okay whatever (laughs) <laughs> don't make yourself sick we still have a day journey back uh, and you, you guys more or less finish all of the food I mean she she has plenty to eat but you two basically finish all the food before Rodden comes back upstairs and he's like good did you guys have a no you did not have enough to eat huh. <laughs> that's interesting well then noted for next time John, like, quickly chews and swallows all the food in his mouth. It's like, apologies. <laughs> so he he walks over. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, absolutely fine. I No problem. Uh, I have two deliveries for Daisha. Uh, hand you... So there's, like, he carries out this crate. And this thing's, like, six or seven feet long. Like, a foot and a half wide. And, he it, like, when he... Like, he's pushing it and he's struggling... And, like, Trellis walks over and, like, tries to take it from him, but, like, Trellis struggles with the weight a little bit. Mm. It's big. Okay. And then he hands you a necklace. Uh, so so those two to Daisha, please. She'll she'll know what to to do with them. She handles the cells of the, the items I make for me. Um, I'd rather be out here making more things, frankly, than trying to be in town selling them. She does a good job. She'll, uh, she'll know what to do with those. Um, so yeah, he lets you guys stay. You guys can spend the night. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, as it gets dark, you hear a noise outside. Okay. And you notice he... Like a thump? Or like a... Like a lot of thumps. Well, a a lot in a relative sense. Like, like there's definitely people outside the tower. Okay. And he kind of looks at the three and he's like, well, I'm glad you're here. Um, because I wasn't expecting any other guests. Uh, and Trellis immediately just swords. Just he's that boy. That boy's never not ready. Yeah. <laughs> Even when he's eaten too much, never not ready. Um, <laughs> I'll go look. And Karis is like, "We'll go look. Mm-hmm. Slow down." Uh, and you can see just out the window, you see three torches walking towards the tower. And those okay. torches are not necessarily at human height. Okay. Shorter or taller? Taller. Okay. Not drastically, but like not human height. Okay. Um, and you see, and I'm going to move you guys back towards the tower because you guys are actually inside. Uh, and you actually see over in the distance three orcs. And I don't mean half orcs. I mean full grown okay. orcs. Okay. Um, and they are a coming. Uh, and they, right. they know they like, so they, there's little windows in the tower and so they can see the light from the tower um but you're not exactly sure they've noticed that you don't think they were expecting to see more people Mm -hmm. uh and they take side of the three of you uh initiative please all right okay cue music in my head uh and these are both these are all three uh these works all three have big big weapons like great swords great axes they they're they're coming with intention. Okay. Hey, we all did bad. <laughs> Yay! Yay, everyone rolled poorly. 
That's two eights, a seven, and a five uh, for initiative there. I'll let you pick. Uh, I'm just going to assume Trellis probably goes first because because Trellis. Yeah. Um, so we're going to put Trellis first, then the Orcs, then Karis, and then John. All right. Uh, so Trellis. Uh, what will I'm going to let you handle them? So what will Trellis do? Yeah. Um. So, uh, Trellis. Um, but yeah, he's going to shoot first, ask questions later, quite literally. So that slash D twenty plus. I think that was a three. Yes. Um. Yes. Plus three. That's bad. That's he not great. A, a nine is not sufficient. I'm guessing. A nine is not sufficient. Uh, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven squares up because that's as far as he can move. Okay. Um, he will be greeted by orc friends. The, he will take a big swing at Trellis. That's a natural one. Ooh. Uh, so he he heaves his greatsword at Trellis. Trellis ducks rather uh, deftly, and the greatsword sticks in a tree. Okay. That is next to the orc. Uh, and he looks very confused. Uh, if anyone who attacks him uh, has advantage until he's no longer trying to pull his sword out of the tree. Okay. Uh, another half orc. Friend. 14. Oh. Does that hit Trellis's armor class? Uh, no. Okay. 16. Final orc. Uh, 10. Uh, nope. Successful. He's Perfect. basically just like dodging and weaving like a pro. You don't expect him to be as dexterous as he is, and neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting. All right. Uh, so it is now Karis's turn. Um, she is l primarily... She She's a ranger. ...ranged stuff. She has a pretty good ranged attack, so... Yes. She's gonna aim at the orc that is th to the upper right this of one. Trellis. Yeah. 21! Absolutely. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, damage on that is 1d8 plus 3. Okay. She uh, she puts that arrow right in his shoulder. He looks not right. very happy. Uh, okay. John's turn. What would John like to do? I'm thinking that John is gonna do a color spray. Okay. So he's gonna. Oh, oh wait, I don't think he has enough movement. So John is gonna do one. What's two, the range on three, color spray? Or it's more that I'm trying to get a good angle. Oh, and not get Four, right. Five, Six, he's gonna move there. And okay. Oh, I like that range. I'm gonna do a chromatic orb instead. Okay. So I like um, it. Chromatic orb does that. Cause so cause clicky sounds. Okay, a four inch diameter <laughs> yeah. sphere of energy. A creature you can see within range. Acid, cold, yeah. fire, lightning, poison, or thunder. Or I'm actually uh, gonna say uh, crimson. Oh, or crimson? Okay, in that as case, a, I will go as crimson. As a kind of damage. Yeah. So a range. Oh, that's a lot of damage. Okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, I'm. I can only cast it at level one. Um, but yeah. Uh, I think I can only cast it at level one. Yeah. 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 You don't get. Uh, you don't get second to level three. I think. Yeah. So I'm gonna do the that spell attack now. Yeah. 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 
20 plus. So ranged spell attack just uses my regular spell attack bonus, right? I believe so, yes. Cool. I got 14. You got a hit. There you go. Yeah. All right. Oh, wait. I get advantage on this guy, right? Because yes. he's stuck in the tree? He's stuck in the tree. So if you want to roll a second time to make sure, see if you crit, go for it. I don't. And you can do that from further I, away I will... if you would like. No, because I'm, I'm, I'm still amping up for the the other spell. Oh, okay. Okay. Perfect. Um. Right. So, yeah. 3d8 because... Whew. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, that is 3d8. Yeah, that I thought me, it was 1d8. That caught me super <laughs> off guard. That is far more damage than I expected. Eight. Roll those dice. That's 13 That's damage. 13 damages. 13 um, crimson damages. He drops to a knee and lets go of the... Like, he's still, like, actively trying to pull the sword back out of the tree. Mm-hmm. And he, like... He's not down, but he's, like... He's real, like, you could physically poke him and he might fall over. Okay. <laughs> you you did a lot with with that. That's crazy. All right. And that's like a four-inch sphere. Like, that's like a yeah. softball. Yeah, I, I threw a softball of... Soft nothing. ...red energy at him. Yeah, you did. All right. Get him uh, in the gut or something. It's Trellis's turn now. And all right. He, he's made um, all sorts of new friends. Yeah, so... And he, he actually, once he realizes you're, because he, he sees the orc take the hit, and he looks at you, John, mm-hmm. no, get back. It's not safe up here. John is going to roll his eyes uh, in response. But yeah, uh, Trellis. Roll to roll your eyes. So, so he's got two short swords, right? Correct. It's so, a, but, it's... but can he split those attacks between two orcs is my oh. question. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Okay, cool. As long as they're so, as long as they're light weapons, which both of his short swords are. All right, so uh, he's gonna swing at the um, orc that's almost down. So, uh, so that's one attack. Oh, oh, that's that's enough. Twenty two. Twenty two is quite enough? good. That'll that'll hit. Okay. Uh, you don't have so, to roll damage. All uh, right. He the orc was at one. All right. I I I thought that might be the number associated with that. Correct. And now. <laughs> Uh, so the second attack is going to go for the orc, um, uh, diagonally. Uh, okay, yeah. Across from... The one she hit with the arrow. Yes, that guy. Excellent. That's 24. That's a 19. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Seven damage. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, now it's the orc's turn. Uh, have Charles make an attack of opportunity because the orc he just hit is going to try to run. All right. Um, so that would that be just regular regular one d twenty or one d twenty plus five? So oh, okay. Regular, so it's like regular attack. A twelve? No. Okay. Uh, so the orc actually gets some distance away. Uh, right. So that's actually that'd be two moves. But you're pretty sure Karis won't have to worry about that distance. Okay. Uh, and the other one is going to try and hit him because he's still fine. Uh, does sixteen hit Trellis? Uh, I his armor class is sixteen. It's so a tie. yes, you have to. So, yes. That works. Okay. So he will. Boop. All right, Trellis takes eight damage. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. He'll be. He'll be. He'll be all right. I'll be fine. 
Um, now it is Kara's turn. Okay. She's going to just move a little bit so that the trees aren't in her way so much. She's just going to move to, like, here. Perfect. Okay. And um, try to shoot the orc over there, which... Like, she definitely has the range to do it. I'm just not sure if that's within the... the... Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, I thought the range was way different. Okay, yeah, she's fine pretty she's much totally, like... She's totally good, yeah. Wherever. All right. <laughs> yeah, 100, 150 uh, feet. She she fine. Easy. Anyway, she got a 20. <laughs> yeah, she hits. All right. And that was how much for damage again? 1d6 plus 2. No, wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh, her longbow is 1d8 longbow... plus 2. 1d8 plus 2. Um, he keeps running, but he definitely... She definitely Isn't hit him. Happy. Yes, yeah. no, he's definitely not happy. Uh, your turn. Okay. Um, John is going to move right up on in here. Okay. And do a big old shocking grasp. <laughs> okay. Um, I like which it. Which is a melee spell attack. I got a natural 20. You got a natural 20. Woo! I got a natural 20. I haven't gotten a natural 20 in a very long time. There this it makes is. me very happy. So, uh, lightning springs from your hand to deliver a shock to a creature. Um, I have advantage if the target is wearing metal armor. Is he wearing metal armor? Do I get to try to crit again? Uh, you may. Hey, well, he's probably wearing leather armor, and you already crit once, oh, okay. so you're probably good. I'm fine. I'm fine. So, yeah, that's... um. So, we'll, we'll double whatever you roll. Okay, 1d8 lightning, and it can't make reactions, so that's four damage total. Okay. Can't, can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. That won't be a problem. Okay. He falls over. He he was at four, so... Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't particularly healthy orcs. They were, they were more imposing in look than necessarily in action. Okay. Um, okay, so the other one's running away. I'm pretty sure Karis will deal with that. We're not going to worry about him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You find uh, on one of them, you find a note. Okay. Uh, and it has, it just says, it's like, it's it's a little picture that uh, of the tower and like short directions to it. And it mm. just says, bring me the necklace. Oh. So they don't care about the heavy box they just care about the next they may not even know about the heavy box okay uh what what does the necklace look like okay so the necklace okay so it's sort of the three interlocking sort of like celtic horns mm -hmm. yeah uh -huh. um would anybody be able to like like can I check to see if it's, like, a religious symbol or if it has, like, history behind it? Uh, I would let you roll Arcana or Religion or History. Any, okay. any of those three, your choice. Okay. Uh, I'll go Arcana 16 plus 1? Yes. 17? Uh, so you okay. recognize the symbol. Uh, and the, the symbol itself is probably, like, three inches wide. Uh, and okay. it's made of silver. Mm -hmm. uh, silver chain, silver emblem. Uh, and you know, for most people, it's considered a symbol of the strength of Yahweh. Okay. Um, and that they 
Uh, it's just typically you you see the symbol relatively often, um, mm-hmm. and that it's not any unusual thing. Uh, okay. But this definitely radiates with an aura. Okay. Um, ooh, 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 can I do a detect magic, please? Yeah. I would like to do a detect magic. Uh, you're pretty sure it is of a divine nature. Okay. Uh, that it grants some kind of bonus, but you're not exactly sure what. Mm. What's the name of the old guy again? I'm sorry. Uh, Rodden. Radden. Uh, R-A-H-D-O-N. Okay. Radden. Um, what exactly does this necklace do? Hmm. Ah, it is, uh, uh, it is uh, a symbol I made of the strength of Jehovah. And mm-hmm. uh, it allows the wearer extra bonuses. Not extra, he wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get plus one to uh, religion and plus one. No, uh, that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the idea, though. That's, that's kind of funny. It's just like, uh, it's, a, it's a plus three necklace. Uh, <laughs> it it helps create a connection like bridge bridge a connection to the servants of Yahweh in our world those he has sent to assist others mm. it is something of a flare or a beacon to them mm. and can be activated to hopefully get their attention. Mm. Well, that's what the orcs were after. Most unusual. I don't know why that is what they would have come for. Hmm. Quite curious. Well, I'm glad you were here then. It almost makes me wonder if we acted in error. Clarify. Uh, uh, me asking, not him. Yeah, um... So sort of like, what if these guys wanted to sort of like use it to call for help? Oh, oh, as opposed to stealing it for a nefarious yeah. purpose. Okay, sure. I can see that. Yeah. He kind of mulls that... it. He, you say that, he kind of mulls it over in his head. Curious. For what it's worth, uh, I do not think they would have acted hostily if that was the case mm. fair i i don't deal with orcs that often to be honest but they are in the area and they do have a rather sizable camp some days from here mm. Hmm. most interesting well nevertheless could this one has a specific it. person it is going to so hmm I understand. Also, Radon, um, are you aware of of the Crimson Blight and how close it has gotten to your residence? I have heard tell of the Crimson. You mean the rift in the south? No, I mean that something is happening close to your house and I would recommend preparing for the worst Hmm. in one way or another, either by fortifying yourself stronger here, or moving somewhere else. Was this a... What what did you see, child? 
What was there like a was there a creature of some sort? There was a creature. The trees were dying and they were covered in the inclusions in that exist in my skin. Oh, you are I was curious, you are from the rift. Or well, you are from near the rift, it seems. Hmm. We saw a wolf. It doesn't appear to necessarily want to harm anybody. Wolves but I'd keep an eye out for it and, and not engage, if possible. Noted. In general, hmm. Uh, I, I agree that, that engaging would not be a wise course of action. They are not a common creature in this area in general, and I have never personally seen one or any creature near here affected by the rift. We are weeks walk from that area. Mm. Most unusual. Hmm. Well, thank you. John, is it? Yes. Yes. Uh, thank you, and, and I will keep that in mind. It's the very least I could do. So as you guys are talking, um, you see another glow coming out of the forest. But this isn't the glow of a torch. Like This is almost like a divine light glow. Okay. And a woman walks out from amongst the trees. You're not exactly sure. Like, maybe human, maybe dwarf, maybe half-dwarf, strong-looking, heavily armored. Okay. Very, very solid-looking shield. And Rodden almost looks confused for a second, and then he smiles. Child, I was having it delivered to you. You didn't have to come here to pick it up. I told you that. And she smiles. I... <laughs> Rodden! I go where Yahweh sends me. And I was told to come here. He looks confused. Um, curious. Not unappreciated, of course. Uh, greatly appreciated. We were visited my friends and I recently and she looks around at the orcs mm, most curious and he says well bless Yahweh for his deliverance both from you and from my new friends thank you uh tre trellis come come let get the box uh, and trellis looks kind of confused but he goes back inside comes back out drags the box like <laughs> struggling kind of sets it gingerly all the ground and she's walked up closer at this point and she looks at the box for a second but then she kind of takes notice of trellis and she just kind of lays a hand on his shoulder and her hand glows a little uh cause he had taken some damage earlier yeah uh, he no longer has taken any damage okay thank you elf uh your help is greatly appreciated she sets the shield down, cracks the box open, and there's a mace in the box. Ooh. And this thing's big. Ooh. And really, like, this is one of the more impressively, beautifully crafted weapons you've probably seen in your entire life. Mm. And she takes hold of it, kind of weighs it in her hand, flings her hand out, 
and the end of the mace extends out like so the the handle is like normal the the damage dealing end of the mace yeah. juts out like 15 or 20 feet from her okay like on a chain and then just pulls okay. straight back and she kind of weighs it in her hand most interesting hmm and she kind of picks her shield back up tosses the box back into the tower huh well rod and i am glad you're safe Yahweh has more things for me to attend to. I will be on my way. And as she sort of heads off, uh, and he looks, uh, looks at her, tell your father I said hello. And he pauses for a second. Um, heavenly and earthly. I assume you will speak with both of them at some point in the near future. And she smiles and nods. Uh, and she begins to walk off, and she kind of, she steps, she walks past you and then stops. Like she's, you almost think she's actually like talking to someone in her head. And she takes a step back. She looks at you. Look, and she sees your arm. Because uh, you're, the, the glow and the flex has kind of come back. Mm-hmm. And she smiles. He sees you, Riftborn. Trust that he has his purposes. Man's reasons don't matter. Yahweh will always show us the good, even if it comes from someone else's evil. She bows. And... She bows back. And she kind of heads off. You know there's a old dwarven settlement a couple of days from Varen um, that's sort of abandoned? Okay. They were driven out by the orcs. Um... She kind of heads off in that direction. Okay. Yahweh be with you all. And she just kind of walks away. Un- unless you say something. And also with you, because I'm Anglican and I can't not. <laughs> you said the you said the key phrase. I said the phrase. I like you that. said the okay. phrase. <laughs> she kind of nod bows a little and makes her way. Okay, there we go. Um so Rodden calls you back. And I, well, that's been most curious an evening. I told the girl I'd have it delivered to her sweet mercy. Well, that's all right. Uh, she doesn't listen. I told her I'd have it delivered. Come in, come in, come in. There's no use in you going back now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he gives you guys uh, a space for you guys to all sleep for the evening. Okay. Feed you in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and sends you on your way back to Daisha and Izo. Okay. Uh, he looks at you. Uh, tell them uh, she's already picked up the mace and they don't have to worry about that now. I'm sure she'll... Daisha will be disappointed. But that's all right. Uh, so you guys head back to town. Mm-hmm. Get back. Uh, and you guys go back into the big board. And Daisha smiles. You're back. There's not a large box. Where's the large box? Uh, the... Intended recipient uh, came to pick it up early. She never listens. Huh. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I wanted to see her. I've not seen her in a while. Well, so be it. Uh, you have the necklace? Uh, yes, we do. Huh. All right, then I will deal with it as necessary. Thank you. Uh, she hands you each 30 gold. 
okay. I will let you know when something else comes up. Uh, and she, uh, Karis looks at you and smiles again soon, John. Hopefully. It's been enjoyable. And Trellis kind of looks at you and he's like, hmm. Yahweh be I, with I, you, John. Pardon? Yahweh be with you, John. And also with you. And he just kind of nods, looks at his money, listens to his stomach growl, <laughs> and heads for the nearest place with food. <laughs> um, thank you, Jenny, right. for joining me. That was awesome. Thank you, Ryan. This was very fun. I had a great amount of time. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, so for time. those of you who have not listened before, this is City on the Hill Gaming. I am the Game Master Ryan. This is Jenny. She is one of our players. Hi, hello. Uh, and this is one of our side quests. So these are special stories we do uh, that are kind of apart from the main campaign, uh, but that take place in the same world and, and roughly the same time structure. Uh, so this will go up at the end of January 2019. In February, our new campaign starts. This one's kind of actually a lead-in to the new campaign. Uh, that'll actually be Peter, Jenny, and Grant from Saving the Game. And uh, three of our players from our last campaign, William, Ben, and Daniel. And we will be starting campaign number two, new characters, new story, same world, roughly same time frame, much like the side quests. So uh, check those out. Uh, Jenny is from the Saving the Game podcast with Peter and Grant. Jenny, tell us about Saving the Game. Saving the Game is a podcast about the intersection between uh, religion and role-playing games. Uh, we focus primarily on Christianity, as all of the hosts are Christian. But we have had uh, people of other uh, faith traditions on as well. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Saving the Game. Um, you can also find us at our main website, uh, stgcast.org. Uh, we're available through uh, where all lovely podcasts are sold. Um, and uh, yeah, we're very, very happy to to be on an actual play. And, we're, and we're very excited to have you guys. It's so exciting. I'm so happy about it. I'm having a great time. And I'm just, I'm ready for the Dungeons and the Dragons again, because yes. our group, we finished the first campaign, and then we haven't played for a while, and I want to play, and now you guys are playing, and yeah. six players, and a GM, and no goblins, I promise. Maybe. <laughs> Again, I'm not going to hold to that necessarily, but we'll see what happens. Definitely no merfolk because I'm tired of the fish puns. Just go, go listen to campaign we'll number to, one. There's a lot of fish We'll try puns. to scale back the puns There it this is. Time. There yep, we go. There's always one. It's okay. <laughs> there's always one. And that's it. I'm, I'm not going to do any more. <laughs> so go, go check out Saving the Game. Go check us out. Rate both of us on iTunes. Leave us, leave us the sweet, sweet reviews, please. It would be greatly appreciated. Find them on Twitch. You guys have a Twitch channel. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we guys... stream every Friday. That is correct. Oh, that'll be me. That's me streaming next. Oh, I've got a stream. Okay. You stream in two days. I stream uh, in this, two This will go up after that stream, but the Friday after yeah. this goes up, there will be more streams of, of stuff. Mm -hmm. We're so also trying to out. get more of a presence on YouTube, so the stream from that stream will be up on our YouTube channel, which is also saving the game. And go find them also on Patreon, because Saving the Game has a Patreon page. They do. So go look that up, too. Uh, Give us money! Guys, yes, send, send, send them the monies <laughs> so that they can keep making the sweet, sweet podcasts. Yes. And paying their new editor, because you guys have a part-time editor yeah, now. we do have a part-time editor now. Who has so, been on our podcast, too. 
He has, yeah. He, he was on uh, Justin uh, Chivalry Bean on Twitter. Uh, was yeah. on one of our side quests. And maybe on a project I'm trying to plan, I'm in the planning phase of now, but that I haven't really talked about a lot. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. I'm working, yeah. I'm working on a thing and I'm excited. Okay. So we're, there, there may be a thing in the future. We'll find out. Um, so thank you for joining us and have a blessed day.